Welcome to episode 242 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and I am so glad Brittany Smith is back on the show. How you doing, Brittany? Welcome. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. I always love having you on the show. We're so glad you're here. And we had a little bit of pre-show Star Wars chatter, but that's okay. That's what that's what we do when, uh, when there's some fun to be had before the show. And uh, speaking of fun, Jeff Gamet's here. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great. And uh, I'm really happy to be here with both of you. And that's not just talk. I'm really happy yes. to be here with both of you. Very happy you are as well. Uh, this week... Uh, Wow, beta dropped. As I was about ready to say, three weeks in a row, no beta. But then the early afternoon, as we record this, Apple dropped for the 16.4. So we're going to talk about that in a, little, in a few minutes here. Lots of news. Uh, something is premiering very soon. And there's a couple shows, but uh, one of note we'll be talking about in just one moment. Uh, and uh, HomePod, we're going to talk a little bit about that, as well as uh, might even sneak in some chat GPT and some other stuff. There's always something to talk about. We're going to have some good, good, good discussion this week because I got the perfect people to talk about it. So, um, and what I was talking about, the show is coming out. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Oh my God. Apple announces a release date of Ted Lasso season three. It's March 15th. Oh my God. I'm excited as all heck. And I think a lot of us are. And, uh, it is going to return March 15th. Uh, you will see AFC Richmond take on West Ham United in the league and a coach face off of Ted and Nate. Can't wait. It's, uh, they have a teaser uh, trailer. It's out now, uh, in 12 episodes, just like a uh, season uh, two was. And, uh, will it come back or will it not come back? We don't know, but let's focus on the show. Um, you like, you like the lasso? I assume you do. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, we're also going to have to now rewatch that season um, one to lead up to it. Yeah. Just just get a a bit fresh in our minds. We've been debating. So I'm in a family share plan with my parents and my husband. And um, mostly because I wanted them to use my paid apps and not cheap crap with ads. And, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, and we've been debating back and forth. Okay, so do we cancel the Apple TV? Or are we going to keep it? And we were going to cancel it for like several months that we didn't. And my mom started watching some stuff again. So we haven't canceled it. Don't and I guess we're going to wait like, a, what, three more months? And then we'll cancel it. <laughs> well, and it gets get shrinking in on in, 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 uh, that too, because that's another great show that's uh, that just came out with uh, Harrison and Ford and that, Jason Siegel. Yeah, and then there's that show that's coming up. Um, very soon with, um, what is it? Billy crop. Oh yeah. Uh, what was the name of it? Yes. I know what you're talking about. Uh, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. I have to look that up, but yes, that was, Wait, a, there's a new season of Ted Lasso coming. Oh, that thing too. <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting, <laughs> but, uh, with, uh, with uh, Ted Lasso, it's going to go through the 31st of May, and um, it's going to just squeak in on the um, the Emmys. So uh, they, they won't they won't miss it out, uh, so they can be eligible for that too. So, yeah, we're just going to go assume that uh, they'll be Emmy Award winning for another year. Um, but, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to be talking about it like crazy. Uh, we'll have to have Kev Kelly on a couple times. You know, she's going to be, who knows if she brings back the Ted Lasso uh, oh. podcast and 
there's going to be all kinds of fun stuff for the next couple months here. So, uh, all right. So Ke- Kelly and Ted Lasso, <laughs> yes. the other day I sent her a link to, to the t-shirt that, uh, that has the, the barbecue place on it. <laughs> and, uh, and Kelly responds back immediately with a link for the guy that invented the t-shirt. Yeah. I'm like seriously, I there's no way I can come up with no. anything Ted Lasso that she doesn't already have. She probably has it all. So but, uh, we, yeah. we, we love you, Kelly. But, uh, I just want to mention in the chat here that um, uh, at youtube.com slash iOS, great to see Paul, great to see Ben. Looks like uh, guys in there, Mr. Vert Shark, uh, and uh, uh, they're talking a little bit about Ted Lasso. And a guy says, is Ted Lasso the new cowboy show? Hmm. Okay. And uh guy, we love seriously, guy. these jokes. Do you want to go wait in the car? Because I'll make you wait in the car. <laughs> yeah. And Ben says Kelly knows all. So uh so thanks for being in the chat. I'm glad everybody's here. Uh let's go on and move on to the next story for this week. Um there was a big, huge uh one password update this uh this coming this last week. Actually, this yeah, just was announced uh, you know, yesterday. Um, 1Password is out with a major update to offer iOS and Mac and Android and PC and Linux too, since it does everything now. Uh, the new release brought over 100 new features, improvements, bug fixes, and the ability to reorder fields, sections, and side items. Oh my God, that's going to be great. Keyboard shortcuts, improved search, continuity and handoff support for Apple devices. Uh, and we could just go on and on with all the different things at the full release, release notes. Um, you know, they fixed and improved the face ID and some, some, uh, uh, tapping a field will now copy the field details to your clipboard. Uh, so it just goes on and on. I know, uh, Jeff, have you, uh, been playing with the new update and anything that's of note that you're, you're, you're enjoying? I've installed the update and I'm using it, but I've been busy enough. I haven't had a chance yeah. to start playing with, with the new things. Uh, but the whole thing with everything they dropped into this update, to me, that this is a, a really, really great example yeah. of how a company that switches to a subscription model does it right. And uh, and I think in this case, it's showing how uh, how that improved income stream is paying off for everyone. And yes, a lot of this is at the at the corporate level. Um, you know, big companies that, that are using one password, but yeah. this is what happens when it's done right. And exactly. we get these. Did these... they also do a giant investing round? Am I getting them mixed up with somebody else? Uh, they, uh, yeah, there's VC that ended okay. up. Yeah. And uh, was it like a year or two ago? I, I can't remember when. Well, ever since they switched over to Electron the, the platform and now they're, they're, they're platform agnostic, so now they can be on basically anything. I think that's what attracted the VCs and wanted to get, I mean, that's really what they had to do. They had to get that to get more investors into, into the product. And especially with the whole LastPass debacle, I can't imagine that this, that didn't help uh, one password much at all. But, yeah, of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think the last time I was on was right after the last LastPass breach. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. I mean, you, you, you're using one password, right? Uh, so I have a very old version of one password oh, and right. I've been mostly on keychain, but I've been saying this for a few months, that's any fair. minute now I'm going to expand in the ways I've been intending to, yeah. and I will need to 
I'll should. just need to get a business account for one password because yeah. LastPass is probably not going to be where I'm going now. No. Yeah, that I seems that totally reasonable seems. and plausible. So, yeah, check the show notes. We've got the article link on 9to5Mac. Uh, it's going through the whole list of all the uh, in, in, uh, great uh, enhancements and updates and features. hundred, hundred of them. So, um, but I, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to diving in and yep. uh, taking advantage of at least a few of the new features. Let's hope. Um, next story is is about the USB-C rumors and iPhone 15 there, there there was also a rumor that uh that uh, actually showed an app they say a literal it's the actual iPhone 15 but I didn't talk about that this week I more so that the reporting of Apple's planning to limit iPhone 15's USB-C to the speeds of of lightning um you know the company charging cables will feature a lightning-like authenticator chip potentially limiting their functionality with Apple unapproved accessories uh which uh, there's there's a rumor about that. I would not be at all surprised if something like this Apple does this because they've done it. They've done it plenty of times before. They want it to be uh, the, the certified accessories, the genuine peripherals, like we always promote here. Because uh, you know you get by those those dime uh, five and dime cords that are sitting at the checkout at Walgreens, and I, I look. I just think I saw them the other day. I'm like, oh my god, don't ever buy those. <laughs> yeah, it's five bucks, but it's. <laughs> Who knows? There could be some malware in, in the cable, right? <laughs> what do you think, Brent? Or it doesn't uh, manage uh, voltage correctly. Yeah, that and, too. Uh, and screws up the battery or overheats. Or, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just jumping in. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. A- Apple doing this is uh, uh, seems completely plausible to me. And while I do see a lot of people potentially saying oh look this is just apple being spiteful and uh, and complying with nothing more than the letter of the law and uh, and still finding a way to to make it all about you have to have just apple stuff sure maybe um i'm looking at it more like apple is aware of the $5 cables at uh, at the checkout stand right and if an iPhone catches on fire and someone's using a crapo cable, it's much easier for Apple to say the iPhone is a safe device. It's not like a Samsung phone that's going right. to explode in your pocket. And look, if they had been using a cable that is certified to be safe, this would not have happened. Yep. What do you think, Britt? My, my, my issue right now that I have sometimes is when I have a cable that is certified and it tells me it's not and refuses to work, um, which happens not infrequently. Um, my other concern is we already have a gigantic, confusing landscape of USB-C and what does what. And if they do that they need some mandatory big old label on it that says this is the iphone one because i could see a lot a lot of frustration coming out of that i mean oh, yeah. I, I have a bunch of anchor USB-C to USB-C cables yeah, like, they like, predate it like this one the, 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 right. the, then this is the mm-hmm. usba um 
because my wife had one at her at, at her bedside and says it will stop working. So I, the first thing I want to check, okay, you get this cable. Let's make sure it's certified because, um, you know, these are, I like these kind of cables because they have, I, I, they're, they're kind of fun. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, the, you're right. The USB-C, the USB uh, to, to lightning, you never know sometimes with those cables. And people love these longer but, but cables too. But I have too. ones that are from Anchor. I trust it to not catch fire. Yes. Right. Whether whatever mm-hmm. we like that their other products have done lately. Like I trust that cable to not catch fire. But if those cables all predate the certification program, right. does that mean I can't use them? Oh, and so I, now I have to remember oh, think about that. is right. Is this the one I can use or is this the one I can't use? Um so also having a big label, but also like, you know, what about the one I've been using on my iPad for two years? Can yeah. I not use that on my phone? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I like to tell people don't don't buy those 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 drugstore no. those cables. Don't please. do that. Yes, please don't. <laughs> um, I, I I thought I had kind of fun. I I Justine, as everybody knows her as a, the, the social media influencer, Apple lover, love, loving of Apple, all Apple. She came out with a with her line of of cables. They're all pink, and they're you know they're kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I got one on Twitter. I said. Are, are these certified? Because I didn't see any mention of it. So she's, oh, yes, these are certified. And I figured there were with, with anything with Justine. She, she's going to make sure they're certified. So, I mean, those are kind of cables you kind of would kind of wonder, okay, do I, am I really going to want to buy those or not? But I, I, they have to be. So, uh, but yeah, just just make sure your cables are certified. That the, the, They have the label right on there. It says made for iPhone and I, you know, iPod. They even have, I, that's saw that same logo. Uh, and uh, Does it say it on the cable? Usually doesn't. No, that's the bad part. Yes. Yeah. See, I needed to say it on the cable. Yeah. <laughs> itself. Yes. yes. So sitting next to my, it's sitting next to my other USB C that's not. And then it's also sitting by my Thunderbolt. Like, which one am I using for what? And it, it, it yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. It usually doesn't. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, ne- <clears throat> uh, next story Plex. You know, I've, I've been a big Plex user. Plex has launched a new feature for skipping TV show and movie credits, which is available in on the Apple TV and iOS. Plex is out with that new feature. It will actually easily skip the ending credits for any TV show or movie called Credits Detection. And it's designed to let you quickly move on to the next episode of a TV show or find post-credit content. Um, and you know, the article goes through and how do you actually go through this and you have to scan through it. Um, so just like having uh, commercial skipping, which I think everybody loves and wants, uh, that this uh, this is another thing that that Plex decided to add. Boy, I'm really seeing a lot of uh, of upgrading and, and adding of uh, new things. Discovery is a new thing that Plex has now, and uh, Plex is really a big player in the streaming wars. And they've added some more channels, and um, it's really interesting to see uh, where they're going to go. And I'm a lifetime subscriber, so I've got the the Plex server, like many of us do, and and uh, yeah, it's it, it's exciting to see where they're going uh, with this and, and what more features they add. What do you think, Brittany? I mean, I have to put the thing out there as a person who's had an incredibly minuscule number of times I looked for my name on a credit. Yeah. Like, I do have to put the plug in, like, they do deserve the credit. They do. But I have also sat there for, I don't know, 10 solid the minutes scrolling. at the end of Andor thinking, when are you scrolling. going to autoplay the next one? <laughs> so I, I see both sides of it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's, it's definitely good. Uh, what do you think, uh, Jeff? <laughs> um, yeah. First the credits thing, Brittany, I am with you. Um, I, 
I watched the credits. However, the whole thing with we've gone through the credits and now we get credits for translations for seven more countries. Okay, I I don't need to sit through that part. So at that point, I'm ready to jump ahead. In those countries, they showed up, right? Like, could you show up specifically in the country that you apply to? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, this is the French version show up in those. Well, I guess that would be on ours, too. But like this is the um, Russian one. No, no. Um, this is <laughs> the the Japanese Italian version. Japanese. Yeah, those yeah. are great. Yeah. Good examples. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyhow, um, Plex, I think, is uh, is being incredibly savvy. They are with the, with the things they're doing. They take th- some smarts. Yeah, they're positioning themselves to to be the uh, the go to for for uh, your personal content and streaming content. Yep. But then they could have easily said, "Hey, we're your collection of stuff." I don't know. I don't know if this will significant add significantly to their user base, but it sure is a great like quality of life feature for the user base. Yeah. Hmm. And and so it's cool to see developers who care about a thing adding to it when one of those features alone may not add significantly to their bottom line. Yeah, I I talked I talked to the guys when they were at uh, they were at CES and the, the discovery feature was also another cool thing and be able to discover different shows and um, you know a lot of their live live content that they're 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 uh, currently streaming so. No, it's it's exciting because it was kind of they were kind of flat for a while. I mean, I love having Plex server and, and playing around with that and having all the move my movies and TV shows and stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, definitely interesting. So uh, next story here: Goldman Sachs move casts shadow over Apple savings accounts. You know, Apple was announcing for a planning of a savings program. Um, that uh, it's going to link, especially with 16.4 coming out uh, potentially, but it could be jeopardized with Goldman Sachs is uh, reportedly dropping its consumer credit card efforts outside of Apple Card. Um, they they wanted uh, CEO said that he wants the bank to increase its efforts in developing developing financial services for consumers. You know, they were big with the the Marcus savings account, Marcus loans. I, I use their services, and I thought they were they were very good. Um, but it seems like they're not doing so well. They they did post that big loss, which I think uh, you kind of wonder is that a big loss? Was that really a legitimately big big loss? But the Apple Card is doing very well, and uh, so but but everybody's itching to get this uh, pay pay later as well as uh, the savings account. And I think that'd be, it's going to be kind of easy to do it because it's so easy to use your Apple card now and paying things off and getting right in the wallet. Um, it, I'm just curious to see where, where this is going to go to what, what, what's happening with Goldman Sachs. What do you think, Jeff? I think it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it is. And, uh, um, Okay, so when I when I'm watching stuff about and Apple's going to do this thing yeah. that that goes into the financial space, and then there's something else about well, this part is now delayed, and people are like, well, Apple screwed it up, or whatever it is that they're saying. No, this is a space where, from a business standpoint, it's very easy for Apple to to want to be in those markets, but there's a lot of other regulatory stuff that goes along with it. And, uh, and so, yeah, 
we'll end up seeing delays. We'll end up seeing stuff that they're planning on that ends up having to change because it turns out that working through the rest of the regulatory stuff or the partners they're working with are suddenly not going to do it because it's not a, a viable market. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, maybe we won't see the Apple savings account thing. I don't know that just, I feel like the article was reachy, like just because Goldman Sachs decided they're not doing something in a consumer service doesn't mean they're not going to do one with Apple. Yeah. Like, and that's a really good point. I really, really agree with that. I mean, those of us who remember can be surprised they're still in business at all. And they really need this relationship with Apple to work. And so I think they're going to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, they are. This the savings account is going to come out, and then the uh, and it definitely the, the, the Apple card it's continues the to evolve. I mean, beta that just came out today, like right. yes. I mean, yeah, things can be removed from a beta. We've all seen mm-hmm. it happen, but I hmm. yeah, so. yeah. I, I I'm in the camp of um, it may be delayed a little bit longer than Apple would like. It's the financial industry itself but, that's what causes yeah, that. But it's going to come. Yeah. So uh, let's move on. N- next story. Uh, I, d- I actually got this surprising email today from Paramount Plus. Uh, I'm a Paramount Plus uh, sh- uh, Showtime bundle subscriber, uh, and uh, they are lowering the price of the of the bundle. Uh, it was I was paying uh, fourteen ninety nine uh, a month, but I paid you pay for the whole year, so you get a much better deal. They're lowering it down to eleven ninety nine uh, because they are working on doing a mer- kind of the bundle merger where they're going to rename it, and Showtime is going to be just basically be absorbed as part of the Paramount Plus. I forgot what they're going to call it, but uh, it's uh, for Showtime, and uh, you know, just like a lot of other streaming services, they're kind of uh, they're they're kind of merging and. Going through that, we talked about last week with HBO and Discovery Plus. They decided not to do it. Well, Paramount Plus and Showtime are going to do it, and I would have this feeling that it'll, it'll have the, the the prominent name of Showtime since Showtime's been around for a long time. Um, uh, it's good. It's a good service, and 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 the app is actually pretty decent. And you know, for those of us who have Paramount Plus, we're always you know, we're watching Star Trek, which Picard's coming soon. Uh, and uh, soon, <laughs> I got up early to watch it. <laughs> Oh, did you go to the, did you go to the, uh, the no, premiere? It dropped today. It did the, drop the today? first episode. Oh my God. I even yeah. missed that. <laughs> I, I set, I set an alarm so I could get up early this morning and watch it. I don't know what I'm watching after the show. Any shows and stuff. I've been itching to watch yeah. that. Oh my God. So this is a good, this is good news. And, and the for us who watch like watch and Star Trek, uh, even more. So uh, Brittany, you, you subscribe to any of these services? Uh, not, not the Paramount one, although I do have access to the Paramount one. I actually forgot about it till just now. Um, so my friend wants me to get caught up on the old Star Trek shows. We did watch uh, a season and change of Picard when he was visiting. Um, but yeah, um, it's, uh, we've, Pre- between pre-show and this, we've discussed a lot of things on my watching queue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't watch things very fast. <laughs> yes. So, uh, um, but yeah, the, the only reason I probably would, would be for the Star Trek content. Star Trek. Absolutely. Um, yeah. A couple more stories here. Uh, T-Mobile is always known for, I mean, and you guys are not big sports fans, but uh, as everybody knows, Apple did sign a uh, tenure 
uh, agreement with uh, the Major League Soccer, um, and they have a met the MLS season pass, and um, it's usually a forty nine month, ninety nine a month, or ninety nine dollars for the season, or if you bought the whole season at discount rate for seventy nine dollars. But if you're a T Mobile customer, you now can uh, in their T Mobile Tuesdays app, which I always have fun getting free stuff. Well, this is really cool. The offer can now be redeemed on uh, coming up a week from. Uh, uh, this coming Tuesday, as we record this, that uh, you'll be able to get a free uh, season subscription pass from T-Mobile, and uh, you'll be able to watch the soccer uh, if you so if you so choose, or football, as our friends in the UK call it. Uh, but um, they also do Major League Baseball too, so it's it's kind of fun to see that that T-Mobile has been partnering up with Apple with this kind of stuff, uh, as well as Major League Baseball and others. So. Now, Jeff, you're not a you're not a you're not a spectator sport fan, but uh, I, I I like to see how that this is going with uh, these this this these uh, sports uh, services. There's another rumor too of uh, NBA basketball, so Apple really is getting high end services. You know, you know, I don't I don't have to be a spectator sport fan to appreciate the value in having the uh, the big name sports available yeah. through Apple TV Plus. Yep. That's that's a big thing. It's it must be the office manager. Uh, my office. Okay. Here, here's how brilliant my office manager is. So here's the store right here. And she's, she's been batting at it, wanting to get in. Now, just off camera right here is the door that's open. So she can come and go as she pleases. And she knows the door is there and it's always open. And yet. Oh, Bless her little cat heart. <laughs> what do you think, Brittany? Oh, you're muted, Brittany. <laughs> She's still muted. <laughs> the baseball strategy was brilliant um, because it got a lot of people to look it up that had never looked it up before. Hey, it's free. You just have to actually figure the thing out. Um, And so there was incentive to figure out how to use a streaming service when they didn't know already. Um, And I thought that was really clever. I don't watch it, but I think it's clever. No, I think it's smart. Uh, Pretty much all we could say about that. Uh, lastly, I thought this is a good discussion, a brief discussion here. Apple really reveals iOS 16 and iPad OS 16 usage stats for the first time. Um, this is the first time since iOS 16, iPad OS 16 was released last fall. Apple has shared data on adoption rates uh, for these updates. Apple says that 81% of all iPhones introduced in the past four years are now running iOS 16. Wow, that's 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 phenomenal. Uh, and... Um, uh, and 72% of all iPhones, uh, was it? I think what it said, it said uh, introduced in the last four years are now running iOS 16. Uh, so it, they have it broken down here as far as uh, 81%, 15% are on iOS 15. There's still 4% left on anything earlier. Um, an iPad is at 53%. Um, so... These are interesting. Uh, these are interesting, interesting data. This is interesting data, and actually, actually, for the first time, actually, it's legitimate data. That is, we don't aren't uh, having and the analysts looking at these numbers, right, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, um, it's they've said it in like at a um, 
event before, but publishing is different than like, hey, here's the numbers we want you to know. Yeah, and and these numbers aren't vague. And no. and sometimes in presentations they'll they they won't give you all the numbers. They give you just enough information. Yeah. Yeah. They, they use the Jedi mind <laughs> trick on you. Jedi mind. Um, yeah. These are the numbers that you're impressed by. <laughs> These are the numbers I'm impressed by. Oh my God, it works. <laughs> it does yeah, work. I, I like seeing Apple do this. And, uh, and of course, they're not going to do it if they feel the numbers <clears throat> are bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I, I was going to say I'm surprised that as many people who as can that there aren't more updated. But I know a whole bunch of people that can update that haven't. Or that have phones that can't update because you know what? Apple's chips are real good. And I know a bunch of people running sevens yep. as their daily phone and they can't get iOS 16. Right. Um, and it just means I have to remember who I can actually edit text to or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, the thing is, so Apple makes hardware that's so good that that iPhone 7, even though it can't run iOS 16, it's still a really good phone. For the it amount is. my mother-in-law uses it, right. like she doesn't do fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and besides, I gave her my old Apple Watch, and now she's using that half the time. There you go. <laughs> she's yeah. doing great. <laughs> you know, my mom's on an iPhone seven, and she is upgrading to a fourteen any day now, like literally any day mm-hmm. now. Oh wow! And for her, the reason she's going to the fourteen, well, there's two reasons. Uh, and a maniacal devotion to the Pope. No, um, the first is because she wants the better cameras. Mm-hmm. And the second is she wants to replace her Apple Watch Series 1. And if she's going to get a Series 8, well, she needs uh, an iPhone that can run iOS 16. 16. And yeah. uh, Which so, is why I gave her my 4, yeah. my mother-in-law. <laughs> and Well, and my, and my dad has my 4 already. Mm-hmm. So for mom, yeah. she, she she wanted a new phone anyhow, and she came she up with two a new phone. reasons. She, she does. does. She does. Yeah. So uh, she's getting her new phone, and uh, and my dad is uh, um, just waiting for that other shoe to drop, which is the one where she says, "Well, now that I have my phone, I seriously can't <laughs> watching. <laughs> just watching the knob." <laughs> <laughs> she she actually she knows what the doorknob is and she's been able to get a couple of the closets open before so she'll get it anyhow so <laughs> cut to the chase my dad knows that he's about to buy my mom an apple watch series 8 too that that's great uh <laughs> so let's uh, go ahead and move on for the topics for this week uh we've got some pretty important updates that the need to be run that you're still everybody who doesn't work on beta um you should have be in, have by now installed 16.3.1 that does include uh, some pretty serious security updates. Uh, and uh, in fact, I mean, even on, Ma- on Mac OS and Ventura 13.2.1, they were pretty much forcing it installed because there were some active uh, exploits and vulnerabilities on, on both all the platforms. So uh, PSA, please uh, make sure all your devices are up to date. The 13.2.1 on Mac OS Ventura and iPad OS, iOS uh, 16.3.1. And be sure those are updating my non-beta iPad now. Yes. Make sure that's done. Excellent. Uh, I don't remember to update my iPad very much. 
uh, watch OS. Well, based on the stats in, in the article Dave was talking about a minute ago, you're not alone. Yeah. Most people seem Apparently. to forget to update their iPads. They do. Um, I have a good reason, though. My iPad was never on 15. Oh, it went from 14 to, to 16? Went from 14 to 16. Wow. Because it sucked to edit sh- and, and make shortcuts so much. Uh, like when they first moved to the the, yeah. the Swift UI thing. And, and I needed a device that didn't suck to make shortcuts on. And and so anything I had to do with the new one would happen on my phone, and then and then once sixteen was fine, so I just updated to sixteen. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a good reason, but I don't know about it. Well, now you're doing it. Uh, yes. Watch OS nine point three dot one is out. TV OS sixteen dot three dot one. I think actually sixteen dot three dot two. HomePod OS got sixteen dot three dot two and. Uh, we know that HomePods are still not working the greatest, right, Jeff? <laughs> right. Um, okay. I can't even sure. tell when my HomePod's updating or yeah. not. <laughs> no one can. I, I manually do the updates, yeah, and that whole process has gotten janky because yeah. it doesn't tell me it's updating the HomePod minis, just the HomePod. And I have to check later and figure out if the HomePod minis actually got updated. Anyhow, Um. I have no problem bagging on on HomePod OS uh, with the 16.3.2 update. However, I have to give Apple some credit here because they fixed a lot. And Siri on the HomePod right. is so much more uh, reliable for me than it's ever been since the HomePod was released. The exception is, because there's always an exception... Um, Siri shortcuts on the HomePod, it's still a total crapshoot if it's going to do those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but still make sure you update those and uh, get those uh, taken care of. Uh, and, um, it, it, and and uh, little did we know, as we record this today, uh, iOS uh, 16.4 Beta 1 is was released to developers. Uh, and uh, it uh, was uh, great, to, uh, great to see. Uh, that they decided to do that, and there is a lot of a uh, lot of up, um, things that were added to it. Uh, we know how important it is to get new emoji characters, and there's there's uh, there's 15 of them. Crucial, know. yeah, it's very crucial. Um, they, uh, they did add Safari web push notifications for both uh, iPhone and iPad. That's new, um, and uh, not, uh, 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 many others. And um, then the, the adding to the home screen for third party browsers. So Chrome could be on there or Edge if you so choose. Um, the HomeKit f- architecture, finally, you're going to be able to upgrade and, and bring it back after all that uh, nice. time. Uh, the podcast app has got some love with um, uh, channels access available in the library section up ne- uh, next now, resume episodes, so that they, they are doing some some improvements. Uh, the Apple Music app has uh, some prominent button for accessing your profile, which is, which is good. And, uh, Apple Care coverage overview, and actually, you'll, you go through your list of devices. It actually tells you is it covered or is it not, and gives you that information. Shortcuts. This I knew pretty much like this because you, you said you just got it. That installed today. Um, there are options and shortcuts that create workflows that lock the, the device's screen and control the always-on display. But there's also uh, also an option to automatically enable or disable Stage Manager on the iPad. Uh, 
as well as Apple has added some options to have Siri announce no notifications that an action uh, as an action that can be incorporated into a shortcut. So here's another one, another good one, because you guys just did your, your episode. I'll give a plug for you and Eric on uh, Mac voices uh, that you just talked about Mastodon clients. Um, yes. Go check that out. Uh, uh, content previews for Mastodon in messages. You know, when you send a link to a Mastodon post to someone in the messages app, it now displays the preview of the content that was shared rather than simply a link or uh, a link with an image. Um, That's a pretty big endorsement for Mastodon. That really right tells there. you that app, that Apple is like, we're, they're probably fed up with Twitter. Really is probably what it is. But that just kind of shows you where things are going um, with this. So, uh, but, uh, uh, but there's, you know, Tons more stuff that, 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 that I can go on and on, but they, they've done some really good, uh, nice enhancements uh, in here. Uh, that uh, one of the other interesting things they did with uh, with beta in itself, if you're a, especially if you're a developer, uh, one change that Apple is making developer beta installation easier for registered developers and harder for those who are not. Yeah, um, this is going to be interesting. Well, in I can see where this goes. Yeah, with WWDC. Yeah. So. So lots of people will use their friends' developer accounts right. to get the profile and install it on their. And yeah, the cool thing is you, that's the, always been the 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 tough thing to deal with is having to go every time you had to go get that profile and download mm -hmm. it whenever it would change. But registered developers will have the option to enable the developer base directly in settings because it's registered to your Apple ID. So as long as you're signed into the same Apple ID that. Uh, that that's your beta account. Um, you it doesn't uh, mean you you don't have to be a developer, but your account has to be associated, associated with, with a developer with account. developer account. Right. I have a test from Argyle, my brother's company, mm. um, and so because I helped him test his his fancy AR app, then I can install the the uh, developer betas on my phone. Yeah, that, and also he's a nice brother. He is. <laughs> So, so I, I have a company phone-ish, except I bought it. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> I like that. that well, is. if it were going to be a company phone, he would have made me get a pro because they've got the the lasery thing. <laughs> yes, they do have the measure. lasery thing. The yeah. What is the word? It is not coming. LIDAR. My, thank you. That's the one. LIDAR. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> lasery thing is now part of my lexicon. Yeah, thank I want to put that in there. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like yeah, that's that one's better. But so, what what features does your iPhone have? The lasery thing. Ooh, that is nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Watch OS nine point four is out. As always, nothing to really report or talk about. TV OS sixteen point four, same thing. Nothing to really talk about. Uh, but those are out. Make sure you, uh, if you're if you're a developer to go check those out. And uh, the uh, they're they're. They've uh, also added to the, the. I did talk about the podcast app. Some more features through for for CarPlay, which is great. Uh, that'll give you some some enhancements because uh, I've always find the uh, the I found that the CarPlay in the podcast app has always been kind of cumbersome trying to navigate. That's probably why I use Pocket Casts is my favorite. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a. Uh, uh, there so, was one more I thought was interesting. Which was um, push notifications. Oh, yeah. If you said it, I was spaced out. Okay. Nope. okay. The web push from, no from web apps. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. What did you think? And okay. Um, I have never found a website I wanted a notification from, <laughs> um, but I can imagine the situation where one would 
Um, you know, if your task manager was based in that and you didn't want the app on your phone or couldn't have it on your phone because it's a company phone. Mm-hmm. Um like there, there's a few few scenarios where it could exist. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. If I start getting companies constantly asking me to do that, then I'd get real cranky. But it looks like it's only for ones that you've installed onto your home screen. So oh, right. I'm not totally sure yet because again, I installed the beta like an hour yeah, before we got. We on. all got have had but, much had much of it as so. middle of any time of it because it just dropped. I think like but a little, it's interesting. literally four or five and hours the, ago. So, mm-hmm. and that they can be included in focus modes. So, yeah, I just thought that yep. was interesting. And like you, uh, and the last thing about iOS 16.4 beta is like you mentioned, uh, Brittany, is that it does lay the groundwork for Apple Cash high yield savings account. So they you do see it in there. Um, so, so there's they're they're doing it. If it's it wouldn't be in there if they weren't. Um, but you know who knows they could change. But I don't I don't see it. I mean Apple is all in services is just too, is too important at this point in the game mm-hmm. here. So, uh, so we'll see how it goes. You know we talk about beta every week and see how things are, and then uh, we get to uh, play with them, and then uh, and of course never put beta on your primary phone. Or to keep telling people that right, never do that. Never, never, never. Uh, no betas on mission critical devices. Oh, no, I got it. Oh, on. that's the other reason it's not usually on my iPad. Right, I got this on my 10R as my camera. That's 16.4, and I got my iPad Pro 12.9 inch sporting 16.4. So those are sufficient. Keep the other ones on on the on the stable version. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it happened last week, but five years ago, the HomePod was launched. Uh, it, and it was, uh, five years ago on, uh, February 9th, uh, 2018. Uh, and I can't believe it's been that long. I mean, I remember when I go back and listen to my previous podcast. So when I, I kind of the same thing I did when I bought the iPhone eight and I said, oh, I'm not going to upgrade the iPhone 10. And I did anyway, and bought the, which the eight <laughs> and the 10 came out within two months of each other. Uh, you heard back then past episodes too. Uh, so yeah, I did buy them and then I returned them and I said, no, nah, you know, I really like them. The price is better. And then now I have both my paired first gen home pods, but, uh, uh, it, uh, it, it was a, it was a cool thing. And then when I felt Phil Schiller was on stage at the time and said, it was a magical new music experience from Apple. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it did get reviews for its sound quality, but of course everybody's saying it was, it was limited and a lot of things that weren't too exciting. But, uh, what did you think? Uh, Jeff, you did buy it. You have a home pod, right? You bought the first, did you buy the first gen? Yep, I did. Uh, bought it. Uh, like, I, I guess we could do a pre-order on it. Yeah. It was five years ago. I did too. So it's hard for me to remember. Yeah. So I pre-ordered that, uh, that, HomePod, and, uh, that's the one that got its, uh, software update, um, was it yesterday, today, when it, whenever the update came out? Um, yeah. Cool. You know, okay, here, here's the thing. Yes, it's limited. Yes, I have all these frustrations with, with Siri on the HomePod. Um, if someone had a really, really sweet deal on a, on a used original HomePod, I would consider getting one just to have a stereo pair. Um, they're not, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. No one wants to get rid of their OG home pods. Um, and, um, and honestly, I'm, I'm not that interested in getting the second gen home pod. Um, 
If I get more, it'll just be minis probably or a sweet deal on an OG. Yeah. Anyhow, it's, it has been a fantastic streaming music device for I me. I like it. I like it a lot. Too. And e- even as a single home pod, not a stereo pair, I play music on that thing every single day, mm-hmm. a lot. And, uh, and, and I appreciate the stuff it does well. Yep. You don't, do you, you don't have a home pod uh, ready, do you? I have one mini. You have a mini. And I confess its main job is to be my uh, smart home hub. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's, um, that's the most cost-effective way to do it. Good for you. But, I've got, I've got um, four of because them. Because here's the thing. I listen to a lot of podcasts and yeah. I use Overcast and it doesn't, it's annoying to send anything anywhere. In fact, I don't even know you, if you can still. You couldn't at one point. And yeah, it's it's not easy. Whereas the music, it's it's a lot easier. So I try to remember to do it when I'm listening to music, but sometimes I don't because the podcasts are what I listen to more and they're so difficult and cumbersome. Yeah. But no, mm-hmm. I, I'm with Jeff. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep these, these OG home pods. I'm, I'm happy with them. They, they step above me here and I, I use them to watch TV, listen to the, to, to the sound. I get the amazing sound from the, from the Apple TV and, you know, Apple, I'm supporting the Apple TV and everything here and on this TV now. I don't, I mean, even my cable TV, I still have that I'm streaming it through there and I've gotten really used to it. I'm really happy that I did that. Oh. Get rid of their box and uh, I don't have to have the Comcast's uh, $10 a month box um, to do it through their stream app. So the other thing is it's in one room. Yeah. And, and I work in different rooms all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I just have never built a habit. And I'd have to buy a bunch more or restrict my working area, which might happen at some point, um, to like get into the habit. Yeah. I can appreciate that. One, one, I, in, the I have the, room, one in the bedroom. I, I have the, a floor layout in my place that allows me to have the home pod in the living room and it can be heard from basically everywhere. Yeah. Right. But, uh, but then I have a set of minis in the bedroom. So I have a uh, stereo in there. As far away from the uh, the OG HomePod as it can possibly be, so my whole place is covered with uh, yeah. basically a couple of HomePods. Yeah, you're you're set. I, I'm set. You are yeah. set. You but are I, set. But I totally get why it would be hard to develop a habit of of using the Mini for anything other than than a uh, a, a HomeKit hub, right. because it's it's not. You need to have that ubiquitous access. I I got it too. I I also have the Sonos Move as my as my uh, other speaker, which is an awesome device too. And uh, I got that as a as a nice uh, gift. Do you have a workflow? So, like, how do you decide when you're going to use what? Well, the good thing is, especially in iTunes, you can go in and you actually compare them in in iTunes. So you go in and I can check off Sonos Move, and then I can check off the Apple. the home pods okay. and, and be able to play them. It's kind of fun because I have the two home pods above me right here. Uh, well, actually one down there, one up here. And then the move is down below me, but I can, the cool thing about the move is I can, it's portable as it's battery. I just pick it up and put it in another spot. And then, yeah. And then you can, you can raise the volume on the, on the move and then you get, you get some really heavy bass and, and, and a fun sound, but then you have the, the home pods are, are supporting those too. But yeah, I didn't buy the move. So I got it as a gift. I got it as a, uh, as, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a uh, uh, a work gift to my twenty year anniversary, so uh, 
So uh, that was very nice of them. So I couldn't pass it Brittany, up. What I do is uh, I'll, I'll say like, hey, S lady, play John Williams' greatest hits it, everywhere. And then it mm-hmm. just turns on all my HomePods. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll say, hey, hey, Siri, play. Hey, Siri, stop. <laughs> hey, S lady, play Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and um always leaves the star uh, in the living room and then it's just the one home pod okay works um and then uh just to touch on the uh, the second gen home pod it's getting mixed reviews i mean it, it, i'm not surprised uh a lot of people it's like uh, it's gonna be pretty hard i'd be curious to know how the sales have been for the the, the, the second gen home pod I still I can't get my, my, out of my mind the fact that it's so much. I'm so thrilled the fact that you I can actually unplug the plug from the back of the HomePod and it actually yeah because I'm looking at that plug up there right now. I was like God that annoys me that thing sits there I can I can't pull that thing out without trashing it. Um, but uh, but you know I have a link in the show notes for the the um, the article about uh, I fix it tearing it down today, and it was in, it was interesting to see that uh, it. There is, it's a little more repairable because they used a lot less adhesive and uh, you didn't have to cut yeah. into it uh, uh, and uh, to, to get it opened up. But there was no major support. There were no major surprises. You know, it's got the S7 processor, which is an Apple Watch processor. Um, LEDs that show through the display at the top, which are kind of fun. You know, I was looking at because I, I did go to the Apple store and uh, and took it, uh, checked it out and. Uh, and then, of course, having the temperature and sensors that are in that new one. The good thing is the the, the HomePod Mini has those. So, and I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't had time time to play with that yet. But uh, uh, but the weird thing uh, is, if at some point I actually can build the house we're trying to build, that regulations are getting in the way of, I could see me getting more for the temperature in each room. Like from the home automation standpoint, could yep. be what did it. And then once it is everywhere, now I can get into the habit easier of saying, hey, mm-hmm. S, let's play this here or there. Um, yeah. Because at the moment, if I say it at, at home, which is not here, uh, it just goes out of my phone, yeah. which is sort of annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, so uh, we'll, I, I still like HomePod. I'm happy with it. And it sounds like everybody else here on the panel is as well. And uh it just if you already have the OG HomePod, there's probably no rhyme or reason to, to upgrade. I mean, I, I agree completely. I didn't do it, and I'm just if they're I, breaking. But I, if yours I, hasn't, congratulations. Yeah, no, they're still going. And and um, uh, and I'm one. You know, as you guys know me, I, I I do tend to upgrade pretty quickly, and I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> so, Dave, I I have a hot take on buying HomePods. Yep. Um. I, Unless you have a very compelling reason why you need a big HomePod, buy a HomePod Mini. Yeah. I mean, when they're on sale, 80 bucks. Don't spend the money on the big one. Do the minis go on sale? Is that a thing? Minis go on sale, yeah. Yeah. Christmas time Uh, they did. And uh, and I think it's Costco oftentimes has uh, has the mini for $79. Yeah, there you go. It's a steal. Keep my eye out. All right. Let's um, move on to the other... um, a discussion, and I wanted to talk a little bit about Chat uh, GPT. It did uh, get announced. Uh, it was back in February 9th when the Microsoft went all in with their AI boosted search with the uh, the Bing browser, which I can't believe I'm even saying Bing. 
and that and, and that search. When was being last relevant? Yeah, like, now to all discuss of a sudden actively, it is. And now it's hilarious. Yeah, the, the last time Bing was relevant to to seriously discuss was before it was launched. When we were talking about uh, Microsoft was potentially getting into the space and what would it mean for Google, and then it happened, and we saw what uh, relevance it, it didn't have, and uh, there you go. Yep. So, um, what's your what's been your what's been your uh, thoughts of uh, chat, the Chat TPI? We were talking about it on Mac Voices Live, and uh, it was uh, it was I'm very so impressive. That I missed that. Yeah, I, I was putting in like the show notes, and it was coming in. I was loving it. It was it was, it was talking about me, and it, it just pulled all the information from my podcast and and my bio, and 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 I was like, wow, I didn't have to write this. I could, I could create a whole new resume with this. <laughs> so it just. It's just it absolutely amazing. I'm just using, you know, the chat GPT, you know, the, uh, the, the beta version of it. So, um, uh, but, uh, I am obsessed with the actual chat GPT. You are. Okay. No joke. Like, Oh, Oh yes. This is very serious. So for years I have been wanting a developer to use GPT to, um, allow people to put in because Okay, writing resumes and cover letters, I feel like this is the thing that sucks for everyone. Yeah. But with ADHD, it's super, super Nova sucks to do that. Because mm-hmm. um, you bring in like extra imposter syndrome, you bring in extra like sense of rejection, and then also it's super boring. Um, and so what I wanted was somebody to be able to like give a bullet list and pop it out. And it turns out I just had to wait a little while and then there'd be this generic tool that could also write my Apple script for me. Um <laughs> And um, I've been using it mostly for video descriptions, but like, like taking my, my video outlines and then saying, Hey, could you make the video description for YouTube from it? I could do things like say, Hey, could you give it a lighter tone? Oh, Hey, could you now out a star Wars reference? And they were valid star Wars references. Like, and then later in the chat, I'm not even asking it. I'm asking it to do something else for give me ideas about things. And one of them was star Wars. Yeah. Like, I, I, I am enamored of it. Um, I've been plugging in a bunch of stuff for my other, for the ADHD guild. So it can pop out descriptions and things like I, I'm having a great time. Yeah. And you can even so use Brittany, it. Okay. Brittany, I'm actually really, really happy to hear you saying this because yeah. you're a great use case for how chat GPT can be a valid and useful tool. Whereas we're seeing so much of of Garbage. people putting in stuff where where it doesn't have the tight parameters that you're providing, and uh, and when you have those really tight parameters, you tend to get the kinds of results that you need. Whereas for something else like like me telling it to write a bio for me, and it spits out something that sounds really good and is almost completely wrong. Yeah, it's. And- never use it as like it's always a first draft right but for me the first draft is killer like as in i never want to do it so i put off the thing forever and and so having the thing that could like don't don't submit that first draft as you know to get a job of of a resume or cover letter but like use it and update it to make it sound like you um right it's it's great oh i agree (laughs) 
What, what I really like about ChatGPT is it shows the potential for where we can go with this type of technology. It's not something that I feel comfortable telling the general public to to go use because it's it's going to give us the kind of results that we're seeing where we get the the news articles where it's it's doing from people who should know better. Yeah. Yeah. Um but did you uh, see the stuff? Sorry. When we're done with regular chat GPT, I want to get back to the Microsoft. Oh, right. Like the the stuff that that being sounds like a dystopian nightmare. Yes. <laughs> Robots take uh <laughs> When the Bing search specifically has had errors, it has been hilarious. Yeah, they're pretty epic. <laughs> Terrifying and hilarious. And, you know, you'd think Microsoft would have learned from when they did that uh, that chatbot thing a couple years ago that very quickly became <laughs> uh, uh, a horrible, horrible racist. I forgot that was Microsoft. That was Microsoft. Yeah, uh, you think they would have taken what came out of that and figured out a way to create uh, uh, a framework to keep... And I'm actually interested in what things they put into the chat GPT because I know they did some things to try to avoid that, but sorry, yeah. you're talking. I'm just very it's, excited, Jeff. No, it's okay because uh, we're both very excited. Oh, so we all are here. That's why, why I wanted yeah, to, I thought it, this was a good topic for us. Yeah. It, anyhow, it's, it's like someone at Microsoft thought, okay, if this were a bowling alley, because I'm building a really bad analogy here, um, um, let's get those bumper things that go in the gutters so we can keep the ball on the lane and have a higher likelihood of hitting the pins. And uh, and they went out and got those things. And, and then the bumper started yelling at people. <laughs> I like that. This? Yeah. Yeah. Or they put them on the wrong lane and now they're, they're not <laughs> sure why this thing keeps spitting out uh, um, uh, toxic gutter balls. But to Microsoft's credit, they released a statement saying, hey, this is what we are actively learning about and mm -hmm. like are being transparent, which w I which think is, is really cool. And saying, hey, like we didn't expect you all to talk for two hours to the same chat thing. Yeah. <laughs> and here's right. what we think is happening. But we don't know because that's how machine learning works. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think Microsoft was also uh, doing a flex with with this. Oh yeah, um, which which pushed Google to uh, do their Bard announcement. I don't think Google had any plans of talking or, or doing a big Bard demo like they did, and uh, and it and it didn't play out the way they wanted because it had info that was wrong. On the other hand, being with uh, ChatGPT offers up info that's wrong. And it goes neurotic on you. And and at least Bard isn't doing that. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> baby steps. The, uh, one other thing I, I have to... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Bard isn't. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Bard's not neurotic. Chat GPT with Bing, it needs some therapy. One, one other thing I wanted to mention is um, I have an article in, to hug it. in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> uh, how you can use Chat GPT with your iPhone and your Apple Watch. Um and that uh, does require you to sign up at the, with the OpenAI uh, uh, website, and you sign it, sign up with that, and you actually can set up a shortcut uh, for your uh, on your iPhone, and you can create that shortcut to access the bot 
on your iPhone or your Apple Watch, or you, even if you have the Ultra, uh, the Apple Watch Ultra, you could put it on the the, the action button. Um, and then you, you get a key and you're able to, that's an API key, and then you actually configure it. There's some steps here how to do it, but I think that's kind of cool that, I mean, someone already is getting ingenious of, of taking advantage of shortcuts to be able to uh, to access the chat GPT uh, through an iPhone or an Apple Watch too. I'm so doing this. <laughs> hey, hey, S lady, write me a script to read to yeah. uh, to being Chat GPT to send it completely over the edge. <laughs> well, have you heard about some of the things they've yeah. been messing with on Chat GPT? Yeah, yeah, where they figure out the wording <laughs> to kind of work around the the yeah. restrictions. The yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> th- this whole uh, AI conversational thing is exciting and uh, terrifying at the same time. It really is. It, 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 it kind of terrified me when I was looking at some of the stuff it wrote, like, wow, it, just about me. The, the podcast, the, the selections that they picked out to read from the, the Bing uh, phrasing that was less than ideal. They all sounded like something that came out of a movie about like discussing, you know, do the machines have feelings? Cause it's, it was all like talking about its feelings. Yes. And- <laughs> it was very creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I do like how being um, went out when, when someone asked it about Mars and it started feeding back info about the, the population on Mars and, uh, and the government. And, and it turns out that it went and found like a, a, a wiki site about the expanse. And it was feeding back info from that site about Mars as if it was fact. Mm. Mm. Bless its little digital mm. heart. I know. <laughs> I do. I do think trying to like, because one of the things that they're trying to do is source where the things are coming from. It's not working yet, obviously. But I do. <laughs> I mean, right. Sourcing is a good thing. It's nice to mm-hmm. have this. Yeah. So it's important. Check it out. Chat GPT is, is it's exciting. It's, it's something that we haven't been able to experience all these years. And now, now we have it and I'm hoping it, it continues to, to evolve, to evolve. Um, you know, I like to see it in other browsers and, uh, you know, Bing is going to be in uh, search engines for that matter. Um, who knows? Apple could be working on it. I mean, we've heard rumors of that as well. So yeah, they could be incorporating something like that into a, potential site that they would create. So it's a lot, a lot of exciting things ahead. I I have a feeling it's not so much a site as it is a service. A service. A service, right. That's and, good. Yeah. And what what we'll see from Apple at some point is uh is the integration of their advanced conversational AI into Siri. And then a lot of the issues that I have with Siri limitations today go away or it becomes incredibly terrifying when in the middle of the night, my home pod wakes me up because it's lonely or something. Yeah. I think you're a little more optimistic than I am. I mean, I meanwhile have this new buddy that like does stuff for me that I would have had an assistant do before. Mm -hmm. And, and instead, um, Siri can't hear me still half the time. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, 
I I am fully aware that there's a lot of fantasy happening with with this idea that I have. I want it too, Jeff. Yeah, I, I want it. Yeah. And in general, I do find the things from Apple less terrifying. Um, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I want to hit one last topic before we wrap up here. And uh, that's the, uh, the question of Apple having a hardware subscription. That's been quite a rumor for the last uh, couple months. Um, as we all know, and I'm on it, the Apple, the, the iPhone upgrade program has been around for a long, long time. And I, that's how I t- always get my new iPhones every year because I'm more or less renting my phone because I, after 12 months, I, I turn it in and get the next new model. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the one way to be able to buy it, spreading the cost over two years. You decide if you want to keep it, uh, you can pay, pay throughout the whole two years and then, then it's yours. Um, so you got to wonder what's going to be different as far as how uh, a, a hardware subscription would work. I guess it would be probably a true rental. It's not really an install installment purchase or uh, a purchasing scheme. And it'll probably be bundled like a, uh, other services, I would I would venture to say, maybe it's not not necessarily just Apple Care, and uh, and it could probably be extended to other hardware like iPads, Macs. You know, I know Best Buy is already doing a Mac, Mac uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, hardware subscription. I, I, I think Best Buy's uh, Mac hardware subscription is a, a really good test bed yeah. that you can bet Apple's watching very closely. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. So. Yeah. A lot of the stuff from Mark Gurman and Bloomberg, they've been talking a lot of these details, but uh, uh, one of the quotes in the article here on the 9 to 5 Mac is, uh, the program would differ from an installer program in, in that the monthly charge wouldn't be the price of the device split across 12 or 24 months. Rather, it would be a yet-to-determined monthly fee that depends on which device you choose. So you don't necessarily, like if, in the case of an iPhone, if you maybe want an iPhone 15 as opposed to an iPhone 15, maybe Ultra, that might come out next, next this year. Uh, so and then they can bundle it other services too, like I just mentioned. Uh, and you can do maybe the Apple Watch, maybe you can do the iPad, and you can do the Mac. And um, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. But is Apple going to dive into this thing? What I mean, what do you what do you think, Brittany? Is this something that you would be interested in if there was a subscription of a product, or would you you just like to buy things outright? No, I buy them outright. Um, I don't. I have less to track financially, yeah. but also I have a tendency to keep my phones afterwards. These are just the three you can see in this room <laughs> that I could reach after you started talking about it. I have a couple of myself. So um, you get cooler every time we talk. You do get cooler. <laughs> but but also. I'm very picky about the size of my phone. Yes, you want the mini. So I, I'll get this one and I've got the other mini and, um, you know, uh, hmm, sorry. I was trying to think of like, what, what tech deity would I be worshiping? But I did not come up with a good one. Um, Siliconius. Somebody, huh? Siliconius. I just Siliconius willing. Um, there will be another one at some point for me to upgrade to. And, you know, maybe I'll go wild and buy two or something. Um, so, so no, like I would never want to have that little control over what I'm getting next or when I don't have it anymore. Um, but for some people, I get it. Like there are a lot of people who do their budgeting the opposite of me, which is like, I buy things outright and like put away the money for my bills because I get paid in weird lumps. Anyway, um, some people do like, I get paid this much per week, per month. And so those payment plans like are a way to sort of automatically budget for them. Um, and so for there are people that that would be a good bet for. Um, 
just not me. Yeah. Um, a couple comments in the in the chat in, on YouTube. Uh, Ozok17 says, one wonders how a hardware subscription would interact with the ongoing availability of long-term support models. Hmm. That's a, well, that's a good point. I have a hypothesis here. And my hypothesis is hardware subscription, at least initially, if Apple does this, will not be a consumer-focused thing. It will be a business-focused thing. Yeah. And then your your long term uh, support, it it's you have to stop thinking about it the way we do today because that becomes simply part of the subscription. So as long as you're subscribing to whatever hardware you have, there's yeah. support for that hardware. Right. And since their system will have have that hardware rotating out on a regular basis, it's just all part of the thing. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking more and business for some first. People- like the support part of it would be huge. Like for people who don't have, you know, people like the kind of people who are going to watch or listen to this um, or us in their lives, like to know I, I can easily get someone to help me with this. I mean, that was one of the really big selling points for like Kindle fire and stuff for people was you could just call someone and they'd help you with your device right now. Mm -hmm. And and so that, that actually could be a really big deal, but I don't think everyone will ever go to it because it will be more expensive yeah. than keeping one for a real well, long for, time. Yes, uh, but for some companies, the trade-off is worth yeah. it because the the business expense. And, and keep in mind, yes. I am not an accountant. The business <laughs> expense don't play one on subscription TV. <laughs> is no, I don't. Yeah, it, it'll work out better for them than the. Uh, the expense as a, as a, as a hardware purchase. Yeah. 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 And, or have hire, having somebody on your staff that just fixes people's phones yeah. when they aren't working. Right. And you know, and if it's a subscription thing and there's, and let's say you're a small business and so you have five employees, you now have six. Okay. You just add one more subscription to your, to your bundle. Yeah. And, uh, and, the computer shows up in the mail or they go and pick it up at the store and it's ready for them set up however it needs to be. Something goes wrong with uh, one of the employees computers and it needs, it needs some hardware thing. They just take it into the store and Apple hands them a new one. Right. They walk out and it becomes uh, much more efficient and probably cost effective for some of these businesses because it's just like here it is take it go yeah you're done makes it easier so yeah it's like i think it'll be interesting to see where it goes i mean i think the iphone upgrade program is i i i I like it a lot and i wouldn't if i didn't do it and if you know you're gonna want the new thing no matter what and you're okay with giving up the old one why not yeah i mean i am because i i do this show and i want i want to be able to have and and you're gonna want the new one i've literally ever met you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's, it's like it's it's, like a lease it's easy at that point it is it is i mean just like you make payments you can get payments through your apple card i mean you put you put you you buy a mac you buy an ipad ipad or apple watch i did it and paid it off in twelve months, and and didn't even feel it because it's you know zero percent, and yeah, comes out automatically, and you don't mm-hmm. even think of it. That's what I love about the Apple Card. Probably a love hate relationship <laughs> since I don't shouldn't be buying things a lot of times, but, uh, but it, it does does. <laughs> what the heck? That's what we love. We love our Apple products here. So, 
Um, great conversation. Yeah. Thanks. 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 Uh, and uh, I think uh, we had some uh, awesome topics. Hope you enjoyed the show here. And uh, let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up for this week. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios. Support the show by buying me a coffee at intouchwithios.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. You can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash intouchwithios. We have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you're notified when we are live streaming, which is on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash intouchwithios, where you can watch the live stream as well as watch the recorded live stream and all the past uh, audio shows we uh, also have uh, in touch with ios magazine on flipboard where many of the topics we discussed are flipped into that magazine the link is in our show notes you can subscribe to the show in your favorite podcatcher including pocket cast overcast apple Podcasts, and many others but better yet go to our website at in touch where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Mastodon at DaveG65 at Mastodon.cloud or I'm on Twitter at DaveG65 as well. Uh, Brittany Smith, thank you always for being here. We always have a great conversation and great show with you on, and uh, where can people find you? Um, someday after I, I pay Jeff some exorbitant fee to walk me through Mastodon, I'll, I'll have that. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> we can both uh, help when you. notifications are working on Twitter, I'm ADD Liberator. Um, my website's Conquer.Consulting, but I've also been putting stuff on the ADD Liberator YouTube channel. Great. Yes, you have some awesome content on there on a lot of iOS. And oh, thanks. Apple-centric uh, uh, <laughs> Apple stuff. It's always good. So thanks for being here. And uh, Jeff Gammon, always a pleasure having you here. And uh, where can people find you? It's always a pleasure to, to get to hang out with you. Brittany, it's not an exorbitant fee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you hooked up. A couple beers. Um, <laughs> great. And, and I am really looking forward to when we finally get to hang out in person together because me too. That, that just hasn't I, yeah, happened. I've never met either of you in person. I know. <laughs> yeah. It'll happen and uh, and it'll be great and uh, Klingons will write uh, operas about it. I have no oh, doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. So anyhow, when Klingons aren't writing operas about my antics, um, Jay Gamut on the social medias, the ones that I'm active on right now are Mastodon and Instagram. And uh, then for shows, uh, let's see, Tuesdays, Mac Voices Live, so that's Chuck's sh- Chuck Joyner show. Then on Thursdays, the big show. And then here with you, Dave, on In Touch With iOS on Thursday evenings, Friday mornings on the Mac show. Um, and before we recorded today, I recorded the new episode of The Context Machine with Frank Chaffin. Yay. That's awesome. Thanks, Jeff. And uh, thanks to everybody in the chat room. That, that this is always great. Boy, the last few weeks we've had a good good turnout. I really appreciate uh, everybody that's uh, been and giving us some questions and interacting. We appreciate it. And for those listening, we appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed the show because we enjoy doing it. And we'll talk again soon.